Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans. We are so excited to be back here with you talking all about the new season of Supernatural, season 14. Can you believe we made it here? So exciting. We've got so much to talk about, including what Michael's plans are for Dean, what Lucifer and Nick... Lucifer, Nick, and Jack, that whole scenario, there's so much to talk about, and it's coming at you right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, my gosh. Does it give you tingles? Yes, I love Supernatural. I'm so happy the premiere is tonight. Got to watch it. We are back right here in the AfterBuzz TV studios. My name is Lindsay Wagner, and today I'm joined by Cherry Davis. Hi, everybody. We are so glad to be back and talking all about this season with you. What a great premiere. Yes. Um, this episode, episode one, Stranger in a Strange Land. Um, there's a lot of strange going on right now. There's a lot of strange going on. The Supernatural family is expanding the um, alternative universe Earthlings are coming on. And we finally have more hunters. <laughs> We've got more people to go out. and We don't have to worry about the demise of Sam or Dean or Mary, you know, so much. I'd rather lose a different person that I don't care about. And Bobby's back. And Bobby's back. And I saw some of you already in the chat talking about not liking this new Bobby. So, <gasps> I know. Could you? So let's talk about this. Tell me your Bobby. tell me your initial thoughts, Cherry, on this first episode. I enjoyed it. It really set up what's going on because last season finale, which I rewatched earlier today, mm-hmm. just was a reminder of the change from the past original season when I've been watching it for 14 years. And this one is really setting up what's going on. They're going to be searching for not only Michael, but how to get Michael out of Dean. Um, They need to figure out, um, Jack needs to figure out how being human, I mean, he's lost his grace for a while. And of course, what the heck is Michael talking about a better world? I am very confused with that. Well, I'm confused confused about it based on the people he's met up with so far in this episode and whether they're good or bad and how he's willing to help certain ones, but not others. It's an equal opportunity. He's meeting with everybody. He met with a devout Muslim guy who seemed like a good guy imperfect, but you know, we're human. We're imperfect. And it goes through the rest of the episode and it really feels like he's reworked who he thinks should be on Earth. And I don't think it's us. Well, I, I don't think Jamil should be here. You, he made a mistake. Lots of people have affairs. It was just in the closet. I mean, he may kiss the lady. He I don't know. He left his friends behind, abandoned them. They all died. You know what? And he cheated. He cheated. And then his wife left him, and now he's stuck in a rat hole. And he ran, but you know, don't we all get scared? Somebody we all get scared, does. and we all make mistakes. And I am, I'm a firm believer that you know everyone deserves a second chance, third yes. chance, sometimes fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth chance. Uh, but uh, you know, 
uh, Dean, a.k.a. Michael, was DeMichael. The Michael. DeMichael was not uh, very happy with him. But, no. you know, we've got so much to talk about today, you guys. And we've also got some news and gossip, too. So you have to stay tuned to hear all of it. you got to stay watching the show to to hear what we've got some some spicy stuff for you. Um, but when when Dean is talking about a better world, what do you think he means by that? What do you think his end game is? Do you think it is ridding the planet of evil? Well, you know, the angels don't really like people in general. And last season, he had tried to fix his earth. And it seemed like how he was going to fix his earth was to kill all the people and the demons and just have angels. But I think he's disappointed with the angels. He thinks they're kind of weak on this plane of existence. He's totally not down with humans. And it really feels like he's okay with demons because they're very clear about what they want. I mean, he went around asking people. Um, he meets with what, uh, Joe, who's Anil. A, a uh, Jamil. He meets with oh, Jamil, with Joe, but then he meets uh, with, with Joe, who is uh, Danielle Ackles, uh, which, I mean, I love getting to see husband and wife acting together. I think that's very cool. I but he was that. asking everybody what they want. And it's like, well, you know, we all want the same thing. We want to be happy. We want peace on earth. Da, 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 da. But demons are very clear what they want. They want power. They want what they want. They want to kill people. And it really feels like those are the ones that he let live. And everybody else who was like, nah, you did this. This was a sin. You did that. I don't like that. Ugh. Most people always are up to something and doing something wrong. So I don't think too many people would survive that line of questioning. Okay. I, I like I like that thought. I mean, obviously, he let uh, Joe go, and, and she made a phone call later on to Sam to say, we've got a problem. Yes. we got a big problem. And he called her out for, you know, saying she really was only interested in possessions, but she really does want all the things that we all want, love, happiness, you know, the family, the white picket fence, and five dogs, you know, sleeping in your bed with you. I was <laughs> um, surprised he let her go, but I think she was able to, to let him know, I do want love and affection, but I want to do her back, too. Yeah. We all want more than one thing at a time. Well, and he mentioned it was human of her, and that was disappointing. Yeah. And if what you're saying, you think he is trying to get rid of all the humans... Then maybe right now he's going to let this slide, but later on he's going to take her out. He might, but there aren't a lot of angels, he said. So I think he's debating whether he wants to have an earth of angels and demons, but there aren't that many. And most of the other angels aren't as human friendly as she is. Mm -hmm. I think the other ones he'll be totally cool with. Okay. They're all hiding out, so I don't know. They're all hiding out right now. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about Jack. And the fact oh. that he has lost his grace, and it is going to take a long time for that to regenerate. We don't know how far into the season it'll be before that even comes back. And what it must be like not being able to zap people around, according to Bobby Singer. It is hard. He's having to <laughs> punch people. He doesn't seem like he's very coordinated. No. He's a little skinny, scrawny, tiny little guy. Does, I mean, he, yeah. does he remind you of a young Leonardo DiCaprio? He does. He's very cute. I got to meet him at Comic-Con this year. He's a cutie. He reminds me of Leo in uh, Basketball Diaries. I totally just see him as that scrawny little, he like... He does. He does look like a young guy. 
um, Leonardo. Which that's a compliment. Before Leonardo became for him. attractive. Uh, before Leonardo became attractive. Um, and his wanting to be involved and wanting to go along on this, you know, hunt to get Cast- Castiel back uh, and obviously getting beaten, beaten the crap out of. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I really enjoyed seeing Bobby kind of taking him under his wing and saying, you saved my life. And so now it's my turn to, like, do the same for you and help you. Yes. He's going to have to do that because Jack had really bonded with Dean. And Dean's not here, so he feels very lost. And Castiel, also who he bonded with, is off in the field searching for for Dean slash Michael. And so he needs some human to sort of teach him how to be a person. Because when you really think about it, Jack became an adult almost instantly. So right now, mm-hmm. it's almost like he's going through the terrible twos, but the terrible twos with an insane amount of power. So, uh, could you imagine having a two-year-old being able to throw lightning bolts and stuff? Not fun for anybody. Well, and like I said, I saw in the chat that some people weren't happy with this new Bobby. I I mean, I think it it's always great to have characters coming back mm-hmm. and Bobby coming back. And we're still seeing him, you know, fighting and being a hunter and everything. Are you happy to see Bobby back? I like having Bobby back. He's one of my favorite characters. He's not the old Bobby, but he's still the nurturing, gruff father figure that mm-hmm. we're used to. It's just that he's not our Bobby. Mm-hmm. So I think some people just don't like the fact that he's not our Bobby that we have been watching for, for like all the- 10 years, mm-hmm. 12 years. But as far as the actor coming back, as far as him sort of integrating in with the family, I think that is going to be better and better as time goes on. Because I think he's going to bring his own experience, which is a great hunter. Um, someone that knew Mary. He knew Mary on the alternative world. He knew <clears throat> he knew Jack on the alternative world. So I think once people sort of get used to this version of Bobby, they'll be happy with him. I'm just hoping they don't kill him. So I can't again. I can't I can't deal with him getting killed again. Again. My heart would break. Don't do it. It would break. Uh what about Sam, so Sam has to go and rescue Cass because Cass has tried to find uh, Dean in Detroit. Uh, And so a demon over, like, totally trick. Like, I think I knew it the second I saw the whole setup that, you know, Cass walks into this bar and then this, you know, the demon walks in and I'm like, this is a whole room of demons. Like, you realize this is a setup for you. Like, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Get out. Um, and like beating him down. I mean, there was a lot of beatdowns in this episode. There always is. There's always action pack sequences yes. and stuff. And, and I know the guys and, uh, even Catherine, when they've, uh, come into the studio and talked about the, uh, fight choreography, that's always a lot of fun and it's always action packed. And they do such a great job with that, with the women and the men and making it equal and making everybody powerful and, you know, really working at that. Um, but, Sam planning to go and Jack wanting to go do this as well. They take Maggie along and we go into this scene where we meet Kip, Kipling, a demon. And uh, he's got a plan. He wants to be the next Crowley. And he said, like, kind of like the Crowley initiative where, you know, I give you information. I throw you a bone and you, you know, turn a blind eye with, you know, demon on demon and certain things. Uh did you think that Sam was going to take that deal? 
they don't have the same relationship they had with Crowley. I mean, they, he has no relationship they, yeah. with him. Crowley. It took a long time for them to get to a detente with Crowley. A lot. And Kipling thought he was being slick, but I could have told him that's not going to work. They have way too much emotionally going on on their plate to tolerate any of that. But as far as a character goes, I thought Kipling was an interesting character that I was hoping would stay. And then, wah, wah. No, no, no king of hell. No king of hell. I, Someone in the chat said they thought Sam might end up being the king, the of, king hell. of hell. Like he kind of left that open ended at the end. I like that. I definitely like that theory. Uh, I think that's a definite possibility considering he had asked them. He said there will be no new king of hell, not today or ever. They have to go through him first and all the demons left their vessels. So obviously they. But having a king in hell sometimes control the demons to a certain degree. And having nobody around, they're just going to be running around crazy doing yeah, whatever. I, I so. definitely think there needs to be somebody to keep them in line. Um, you said you liked the actor that played Kipling. I liked him as his demeanor and as his face. But when he stood up and he was just so much smaller than <laughs> Sam, I was like... You're, you're not powerful. You're not intimidating. And like Crowley, I know, you know, I met Mark Shepard mm-hmm. and he's he's smaller too. But to come in and try to be boss and you're a lot, like almost a head shorter, I can't take you seriously. Sam's a really tall guy. He though. is. He he's is really moose. tall. He is a big dude. He 100% is. They both are. I think he's like 6'3 or 6'4. Yeah, and Dean is 6'4. Six, six, yeah. yeah. Jensen is 6'2 or something like that. So they're both, I know they're both big guys, but I can't take a, a guy that's trying to be the king of hell seriously, even though uh, there was something about Mark Shepard being Crowley that he had this ability to literally make your skin almost crawl. He was you, good. He was good. He was terrifying. I know when we interviewed him at Supernatural Con and he walked into the room and he stood behind somebody and I was like, oh my God. And the guy kind of freaked out and then he looked at me because I was like, you're kind of scary. And he was <laughs> like, he just stared at me and I'm like, oh my God, I said the wrong thing. I, I, I'll, I'll shut up right now. I won't talk anymore. He made he me feel is. so uncomfortable. He has that and that's he's, great. He's intimidating. He's I don't intimidating. Know if it's the accent or the eyes. I don't the, know what it is, something. but he was short and he could do it. And I just like didn't feel it with this guy. I was like, nah, bye. I like Kipling, the outfit, the blue suit. I thought Loved was sort it. of interesting. Um, I think it was because he didn't really get enough time to talk to him. So I thought it was sort of interesting where he said, um, good manners are important. And then he had that really funny line, um, you are my Beyonce. I was like, oh, <gasps> my idol, my legend. is going to come for you. I loved that. I loved it. That was such a great, it was It was a really, really great that line. Really, that um, and, um, I like the taste of um, salt taffy and babies. I just do. Yeah. I, I mean, like, he, dang, you're he definitely had a nice little edge to him. I just, I just want, I just want him to be taller. You are so funny. I'm me. I'm I'm and I my roommate. I like short me. little tiny guys. <laughs> I I loved Mark Shepard. I just I, cu- I couldn't see it as much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Yes, Nass agrees. Jared is a freaking giant. He is. He is. He's, He's a huge very tall. dude. He's a huge dude. Um, you know, we also in the episode they talked about catch searching for the Newton D hype hyperbolic pulse generator, this magic egg that kicked Lucifer out of the president, but Ketch can't find it. Do we think this is really going to be a problem for them? I think it's going to be a major problem getting uh, Michael out of him. He's not going to want to 
Dean thought he could just push him out, but that turned out to not be true. And um, Jack doesn't have his power, so he's not... He'll get it eventually, but who knows how long. I mean, I'm guessing mid-season. Yeah. We get 12 episodes in, and maybe then, you know, that Jack has finally gotten his powers back. And then he could probably, I guess, push him out. Let's also talk about uh, Nick, a.k.a. the old Lucifer Mark Pellegrino. Uh, You know, we flash back to seeing him accepting Lucifer and taking on uh, that entity. And uh, he says his nightmares are getting better. Um, They're tending to his wound. I loved this. How could Lucifer die and Nick live? And they said the uh, archangel, archangel blades were made to kill the archangel inside and not the person it possesses. Yes. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was, I'm like, they have to explain this. They have to explain how this happened and why this happened. But then I again, but then I also think it's because they were both archangels and maybe when they use a knife, they used a certain like spirit energy or something, sort of like a demon fighter or an angel fight. It's not quite the same. So maybe they were fighting each other on the astral plane. What they kind of explained it, but, uh, it was a quick, like gloss over it. Um, and he mentions that he knows that Michael said he wanted to do it right this time. Yeah. So if he didn't do it right last time, we, we're going to be losing some more people here. He didn't do it right last time. He was destroying. He destroyed yeah. his plane. Like, nobody was really left. So what do you think uh, Sam's plan for Nick is? What do you guys in the chat, what do you guys think the plan So is? Luma Oliviera says... Um, they think new angels are going to be made. And Fandom D. Saint says they're setting up that they need an archangel blade to kill Michael and Dean will be okay. That is true. They're mm-hmm. sort of. And I guess they still have the other archangel blade. I mean, they didn't throw it away. So I guess you just have to have an archangel to wield it. And Jack's not an archangel. Yeah. But I guess there's archangels in heaven. I haven't read the Bible in a long time, so I don't know what's considered <laughs> an archangel and what's not. Anybody in the chat know? Mm. Yeah, let us let us let us know. Um, we do. You're right, casket fan. We still do have the demon blades. Obviously, killed a bunch of the demons. Um, I like that they literally came in guns blazing in that scene. Um, fantastic. Like I said, action packed. Yeah, I was really confused the way they just gave up and they're just standing outside the bar. Why would you stand outside the bar? You know the bar has a bunch of demons in. You should have dropped him off like three blocks and had him like walk up. I mean, that's how I would do it. I well, I think the whole thing for that was was a setup. You know, yes. like he said, they're gonna pat me down, which the second he walked in, they patted him down. We found these two people outside. Okay, well obviously they did. Then you've got Mary and Bobby coming in, guns blazing and Bit major beat down and like it all against Jack and Maggie. Maggie. They're kind of useless. I they wouldn't were. bring them. I personally would not have brought them to a demon fight party. I don't even think I'd bring them to a pillow fight party. They just are not. <laughs> they're not at that level right now. I think Mary was or uh, Maggie was more terrified yes. than she was actually going to be helpful. I mean, and she did. She stab did stab somebody, somebody in, the back. Um, in the back. In the back. She stabs him, and then in the she back. hid the rest of the fight. Yeah. Now. If you and I were there, I have to say I'd be hiding too. But I'm not a demon hunter, so I have an excuse. I mean, yeah, if I was if I wanted to be hunting demons 
and this was my career choice, I would be. I guess I'd be going in there guns blazing too. But like you said earlier, Jack is definitely looking a little uncoordinated at this point. Very uh, uncoordinated. Ivan Soto says Jack's a half arch archangel, but there's no archangels anymore because Gabriel was killed. Gabriel and Michael, I think, were the only yeah, two. Yeah, they're only two. Left. Oh, Michael, Lucifer, Gabriel, Rachel are the only archangels. I don't know who Rachel is. And Lucifer's gone now. Yeah. So... They're up there. We we, we is only Michael got Michael in the left. Cage? Oh, I guess our Michael's in the cage, but they can't let our Michael out on our plane because he's quite unpleasant. Yeah, he's a little angry. He's mean. He's a little yeah. angry. He wouldn't help. So, how is Sam gonna save Dean from Michael? How are we going to get him out? Sam's having a little bit of a nervous breakdown because he's just being pulled in so many directions. He doesn't even have time to sleep or eat. He's not going to be able to maintain that. And he's trying to research. He's trying to work with everybody. I don't know how he's going to do it. I think what's going to end up is, like Ivan says, <clears throat> excuse me, Jack's a half-archangel, and he'll have to save him. Or who knows? Maybe God will come back. Who I mean, he went on vacation, but, you know. Who do you think is a better leader, Sam or Dean? I think Sam is a better leader because he's more um, analytical. But in the case of a fight, I usually prefer Dean because Dean's just going to, like, kick butt, take names. Not even take names. He's just going to shoot everybody. I think that Sam is very emotional. And so I think as a leader, he gets caught up in his emotions where Dean will go in and get the job done and doesn't care, is a little bit less worried about the consequences. So in my opinion, I think that Dean is the better leader. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't mean that Sam hasn't saved the day a million times over. I love Sam. But I love Sam too. But I I think Dean's a better leader. So I think when we are in the perils of Dean being taken over by Michael right now, this is more of a problem than losing Sam. Even though I have to say... um... I agree with Ivan. I really think as far as a leader goes, Sam and Dean together complement each other because they're two halves of one whole. When they're Mm -hmm. separate, they both have good and bad qualities, qualities, but they don't work as well without the other one being a whispering in the other one's ear. And even with... You know, the band of hunters, even having Mary there and Bobby there and Jack and Cass, they're still just, like you said, they are two halves of one whole. So unless they are together, it's, you know, they're not as strong, which is true of any case. Um, Ooh, Casket Fan 1 says, if they put Michael against Michael, maybe we can finally free Adam from the cage. I would love to have Adam back. He's been in the cage, and he was mm-hmm. truly an innocent he, person. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. He he was just a sacrifice. There's nothing more dangerous than being beside Sam and Dean Winchester. No. Nothing is more dangerous. Always not stand beside the boys. So, um, the last one of the last scenes we see is uh, Dean DeMichael talking to a girl that uh, he says she is worth saving. Because she knows what she wants, and she wants to eat, and her fangs come out. 
So she's a vampire. She's a vampire. So he's keeping demons around. Yes. He's keeping vampires around. He's keeping angels around. Uh, I think he wants people to speak their truth. Yes. And he doesn't have any moral quandary of whether you're good or evil, per se, because he's an angel, so he's totally indifferent to morality. But I think the reason Even he was morality. so mad at Jamil in the beginning was because Jamil was praying for forgiveness. And he he was flawed. Yes. Where both, where this girl that we don't know her name yet, this vampire, uh, she, she's like, this is what I want to do. Wait, I'm please. telling you. I'm telling you the truth. And, you know, and, and Joe was saying the same thing. She wants possessions, but she really truly wants love and it's more human-like, but he needs to keep her around temporarily. So I think he's going to, like anyone that is speaking their truth, living their truth in that moment, he's going to keep. But the question is, is he keeping them around to kill humans, to find Sam and kill all the hunters? What do you, do you think he's trying to get a band of people like a band of hunters, but like a band of Michael groupies that will do his bidding. I think that the reason he had issues with Jamil was because he did the Miss America answer. I want peace on earth. I want everyone to have food. That isn't what he, re- that's not what you want. Wasn't his truth. Selfish gut. His selfish gut would have been probably, I want to live like in a really nice house or I want my friends that I really cared about to come alive or whatever. <clears throat> and that isn't what he asked for. But the demons are very clear. I want power. I want dominion over everybody. Um, Sorry, guys. I don't know if that vampire was a guy or a girl. I, I, I think it was a girl. I thought it was a girl. I know some of you are saying it might have been a guy. I'm sorry. I, could, I couldn't quite tell. Naz says, I think Michael despises humans because they want things, but their actions contradict their motivations. So he wants beings with pure motivations to bring into a new world. Which I could totally I like that. believe. That sounds very, very Pure clear. might be the wrong word. Well, they purely want power. They purely want to eat. Oh, pure, pure to me seems like for the good. Mm. Pure is... is um, for the good of the world versus... Is, um, non-moral. Non-moral. Just, yeah. Huh. Overall, slightly, slightly overwhelming episode. I, I really do love the idea, though, that... Uh, this thought that Sam could potentially become the king of hell. That would or be want crazy. to sit on this and control this so that he knew they wouldn't be doing bad. And I could see them ending the series with that. Oh, they're not going to end the series. But you know what? Well, after at some Brothers, point they have to end the series. <laughs> our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air for now. Thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Thanks. Thanks, Cherry. There's so many great shows that we cover everything from Charm to Supergirl to The Walking Dead. 
obviously, I'm all about the sci-fi channel. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you, like, are dying to talk about about this episode that we didn't cover or that you feel like we want to talk more about or we didn't get all our bits and pieces on? Well, I'm very curious what's going on with Castiel. It feels like he's angry trying to find his favorite human, but he... All of them seem very lost because they just don't know what to do, how to find him, how to save him. And I feel like it's going to be a season of everyone being separate for a while. Mm -hmm. Which usually uh, tends to happen at some point uh, during the seasons. Uh, I will say, when I first saw Cass um, in his first scene, I was like, man looks good. I think he's, I think all these guys, like, negative age <laughs> I think they were age in reverse because they look better and better and Cass had got a Misha got a haircut I don't know he looked good he he got some rest over the summer you know I mean he he looked fantastic so I just have to say that Misha's um, such a nice guy just it just makes me look better and better and better every yeah time I see him um I think that I think that you're right uh I mean he he was afraid that Sam was gonna blame him for you know going into this bar and trying to find Dean, but mm-hmm. but like Sam said, he goes, I would do anything if it meant finding my brother. So I, I'm never, I can't blame you no. for that. Uh, I will say that obviously Dean went to visit uh, Joe at the Church of Duluth, which is Duluth, Minnesota. Minnesota. So he's in Minnesota and Cass was in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So you're really only separated by Lake Michigan and a state. Yeah, they're Wisconsin. surprisingly close so together. You are surprisingly close to him. Um, but yeah, trying to find him is going to be a needle in a haystack and getting them in the same place at the same time. It is, someone's going to slip up. And being able to like expel him from the body, like, boom, that'll be really hard. Yeah. Someone's going to have to make a mistake when, when it comes back, when it comes down to actually finding where, uh, Dean, AKA Michael is. And that is very much a Winchester move. Like Ivan says, to go help, to go ask demons for help. Mm-hmm. Winchesters do that all the time. Yep. Sam and Dean do. Minnesota's not the cheese state. Wisconsin's the cheese state. That's where I'm from, Ivan. Come on. Minnesota's the that. best state. So cold, full of tall bars. Are you from Minnesota? I'm from Iowa. Oh, you're from Iowa. I went to school I in worked Minnesota. at Valley Fair. Oh, my gosh, yes. We're getting to know each other right here, you guys. <laughs> uh, just like we're getting to know you. Um, all right. I feel like Premonitions. We... Premonitions. Oh, wait. Should we do premonitions or... Um, you want to talk some news and gossip? First? News and gossip. No, we're going to tease you guys, and we're going to make some predictions right now first. Then we'll talk about premonitions. News and gossip. So, and now your after buzz TV predictions. All right. Uh, do you, do you want to go first? I'll go first. I was watching it on the CW, and for some reason, the commercial for next week did not come up. So this is a true prediction. Mm-hmm. I think that Jack is going to keep on the path of learning how to be a better person. And I think him not having powers is for the best because if you remember last season finale, he freaked out when his little friend got killed and he went to kill her little friend at the drug at the um corner market just instantly. Mm-hmm. And now he won't be able to instantly kill a randomly um um, murder people or use his powers and he'll have to learn to use his words <laughs> not his powers alright um, I think 
my my prediction for Jack is that as he is learning to live as a human, uh, I think that Cass coming back in is going to be a really good figure for him. Um, because Cass has these human tendencies that I think him and Jack will have like a little bond. Mm-hmm. And he'll be able to make this transition from being this archangel and having all these powers to being human um i think it's going to make it easier for him uh i don't see sam as much help because i don't think sam really understands him no he doesn't so and we have a few predictions in the chat okay Naz says my prediction is that sam will become the king of hell and control the demons to battle michael's army I love oh it. there wasn't a promo ha yeah, there, it wasn't up. I checked for it right after the show and stuff. But And I'm excited to learn more about the new Hunters. The one that was making all the bullets and stuff was super cool. You're right, Ivan. Ivan's our person of the night because he's just been <laughs> chatting in like hardcore. So you're excited to learn about the new Hunters. Um, I love the new Hunters. I want... You know, I love when some of the other actors get to play each other. So when they get to play, be in Lucifer's body, or when they get to be cast and whatnot, and you kind of get to see the actors play what we've already been watching. And so Dean is different. There's, oh, yes. This is a different side to Dean. Um, Very stylish. I love, I love my, stylish I love my Dean and my flannels. Oh, my and gosh. And that and hat boots. and that long but, coat. But I'll, uh. but I'll take this, uh, this swagger. I'm going to see how this goes. Um, All right, so yeah, so some predictions for next time. Hopefully we'll get that preview the next time uh, we get to episode two. Uh, Let's talk about some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So I've got a couple things that I saw on my uh, Google Alerts. Uh, According to to, uh, TVGuide.com, they ranked all the seasons of Supernatural uh, from 1 to 13 um, in the top seasons. And the top five seasons, number one was season five. Ooh, number two season. was season four and so forth, all the way to the, the top five being season one. And their uh, number six on the list was 13. So that was last season. Mm-hmm. Um, do you agree with that? Do you think that the first five seasons were really the best of Supernatural. I loved the first five seasons. I loved how they interacted with the other hunters. I loved the monster of the week. I love it whenever they use a monster from another country because it like expands on Broadens, the mythology. for sure. It's just so much fun. Um, the first couple of seasons, I mean, I love the show. I've been watching it for 14 years. Mm-hmm. I feel like the boys are like my brothers. Um, I watch them grow up. I watch whatever other random things they happen to do. So every season for me is the best season. But the first seasons were the ones where I really fell in love with the show. And I was just intrigued. And sometimes when I watch shows, I feel like it takes a couple seasons for them to really hit their stride. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that I loved last season. Mm-hmm. I felt like the season before and the one with God and... Um, with uh, what's God's sister, Amara. I don't know. There yes. was something about those seasons that I really, really enjoyed. Um, and I loved when Rowena joined the cast. I love So, Rowena. I mean, I wouldn't say the top five being the first five seasons were my favorite. 
But this was just based on this, and I think mm-hmm. I believe you can go on TV Guide and vote and see if this so changes or anything. Uh, and the other thing I saw was, according to TV Insider, in an interview with Jensen and Jared, uh, when they came in to audition for the roles, everyone was reading for Sam. And Eric Kripke actually was like, no, we're looking for more of a, like, bookworm kind of guy. And uh, I think it was uh, Jared's manager that pitched and said he, like, won the Merit Scholar Award. Like, he's a smart dude. <laughs> uh, and uh, so Jared joked that Eric Kripke didn't think he was smart enough to play the role. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, to which Jared said to Dean, you're definitely not a Sam. <laughs> Uh, and uh, D- Jensen wanted to play Dean after reading for Sam's role as well. He asked to read Dean's lines to see how they would play, and, and everyone agreed that he was definitely a Dean. And they got the roles. Uh, and my favorite thing I read about this article was they asked the guys, so Jensen, Jared, and Misha, what characters they would like to play on the show. And Jared said he'd like to play Lucifer again because he has such a special bond with him. Jensen said he would like to play John Winchester and that he's lo- he loved what Jeffrey Dean Morgan did so much, he's been working at it for 13 years to <laughs> emulate him. Oh, wow. And Misha said Chuck because he's God and he's writing the boys' stories. I love that. One of my favorite episodes is when they did the play within the yes. show. Yes, the show within the show. I have some gossip, too. Great. Give it to me. Misha Collins is asking people to send him videos of why voting is important to them and to also ask their friends and family to register to vote. He's asking everybody to use a hashtag, vote for me 18. Register to vote, everybody. Register to vote. <coughs> awesome. Well, that's news and gossip. Predictions. <coughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's get amped up for next week. Episode uh, episode two, season 14, coming in hot. Cherry, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cherry underscore LA. Hey guys, this is Lindsay here. You can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wegner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Hope to talk with you more about Supernatural. If you guys want to talk with us about anything else too, I'll chat with you. I got time. Uh, And we will see you next week live at 10 p.m. for our Supernatural After Show. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.